Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans, we're back for this week's episode, and so are a bunch of our fan favorites, including Kevin and Amara. Does God actually need someone else's help? And what are we doing with these ghosts and souls? We're going to find out coming at you right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz We are back. Back and ready to talk. We're back and ready to talk with you guys all about tonight's episode of Supernatural. It was bananas. It was bananas. It was Raising Hell, season 15, (laughs) episode 2, Raising Hell of Supernatural. You guys, my name is Lindsay Wagner, and tonight I'm joined by my effervescent effervescent co-host... Meets Che, cause it's Supernatural <laughs> Thursday. Cherry, is Supernatural Thursday your favorite day? It is. <laughs> How did I know that? It's been 14 years, no, 15, spending it with my little brothers and this past year with you, Aww. my Supernatural <laughs> family. <laughs> Loving all of you. Well, we've got lots of things to talk about today, including the return of a bunch of our favorites. We've got Rowena back. We got to see Amara, which I had no idea she was joining this episode tonight. We had Catch and Kevin. So much to talk about with all of them being back. This God situation is really, really... uh, really really freaking me out psyching me out a little bit and how are we gonna get rid of all these souls oh my gosh we've got a lot to figure out right now but cherry let me know what your overall thoughts of this episode were chuck is that annoying little brother that makes you want to lock him in the basement and go away trying to take away mars me time he's a douche i'm sorry i'm sorry he's a douche okay cherry's overall thoughts are chuck is a douche oh yeah and an annoying little brother. Yes. Uh, anything else about anyone coming back? Okay, so first of all, Kevin's back. Yay, Kevin. <laughs> oh, he looked so raggedy. God, once again, Chuck did him wrong, sending him to hell. Chuck, you were on my bad side. But I loved Amara. I loved her. First of all, who goes to Reno, Nevada? I just loved her. Loved that <laughs> yellow power pantsuit. When she left, it was hot. She's having a good time. She's like, you know what? I ain't got time for you. And I loved how she called him out for his little, like, you ain't what you used to be. Mm -hmm. And even when you were what you used to be, you really couldn't take me on. So back up. I liked liked her display of power. It was girl power tonight. You know, this episode, I knew it was going to be difficult to watch. So I actually had my best friend, Jess, come and watch it with me. She doesn't watch the show at all. She has no idea what's going on. (laughs) And she came and watched the episode with me today because I was going to have a tough time watching it. And it was so nice to have her there. So, Jess, thank you for coming and watching the show with me. I appreciate you and love you. Um, And... 
I felt like I had so much to write. I was just taking notes and notes and notes because I felt like there was so much happening and the words were important. And we were saying that there were three direct, uh, three writers for this episode. Yes. So they had a lot to say, uh, a lot of story to mm-hmm. tell and get in in an episode. Um, uh, I definitely liked the opening episode more than this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh but I liked the little peaks we've got we got and I really, really, really loved finding out what's going on between Chuck and Amaro. I like this episode because it's sort of um giving you a clue about what's coming in for this final season. It feels like the beginning of the end because it used to be they blow through a town, blow up stuff, and then they'd be like, deuces them out. But they can't right now, and it feels like the ghosts are just in that one town. At first I thought they were all over the world, but I think there's just that little hole in that town. And that's why uh, Amara didn't notice anything in Nevada because it's not all over the place. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why would Chuck just do one town? He's still playing with them. They're like a maze. They're rats trapped in a maze. So they all can only come to this one area. I think so. That's what I'm thinking. Because you'd think people would notice ghosts murdering people all over the place and saying something. And Amara was like, what do you want? This is me time. What are you bothering me for? Because every place else seems to be going on about their business like normal. So I think that's one of the interesting parts. Someone on Twitter was saying, are they going to be staying in this hotel, in this small town for the entire season? What's going mm. on? Because normally they would have bounced by now. They'd have been somewhere else. That's true. Because every episode we're, we're going to Iowa or mm-hmm. Wisconsin or Kansas, but somewhere it's Midwest. all somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about, uh, I was going to have us talk about Chuck and Amara at the end, but let's mm-hmm. talk about them. Uh, let's start, let's start off with that. Uh, Surprised to see Amara. Did you know she was coming back? Emily Swallow was coming I, back? Okay, I kind of knew she was coming back because I started watching the show a little bit earlier and I was going through Twitter because I was live tweeting with people and all of a sudden she was like tweeting and tweeting. stuff and I'm like, why is Amara, why is Miss Swallow tweeting? And I was like, damn, spoilers. Um, I enjoyed it very much because there was a whole, while she was like, it was building. Because she was like, why is he here? Why did he smite my masseuse? Why is Chuck being an annoying douche nozzle? And as the episode went on, because you kept bouncing in and out of everybody's life, you saw her come to an awareness that Chuck is hurt, that Chuck doesn't have the power, and that Chuck wants to leech on her because he can't leave Earth. Well, and I like her saying they agreed to give each other space. So we knew that God went on a sabbatical and him and Amara went off to go work on their relationship. That's what we've assumed this whole time because we haven't seen her mm-hmm. in a few seasons now. Yes. So she's all of a sudden just back. Um, and he keeps saying he wants to deepen their connection. And I'm thinking, 
didn't you guys do that? Didn't you already have that? What What do you need? <laughs> what What do you want? Like you said, this annoying little brother type situation. Um, but I also liked him saying, well, maybe we should do something new, like start a new species or something like that. Like, let's do something fun together. <laughs> and which I thought I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's let's see where you're going to go with that. Uh, what what other hamsters can you have running around on wheels and and do that? Um, and yeah, she says she's in Reno, who, is, yeah. who goes to Reno, but she's got a hot streak in craps. Make good Las uh, Vegas. But he needs her to do these things. He needs her, and she realizes that yeah, this gunshot wound. I so yeah, we obviously saw Sam shoot the gun at him, mm-hmm. but we didn't know he was hurt. Yes, and so now I feel like that's actually why he's mad at the boys. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. He's hurt, and he's pissed off, and he can't heal it, and he's not whole, and so he's really pissed at the boys, so he's going to let them figure out their own crap now. And I think that somehow something got exchanged. Like, you know, like in the movies where someone gets shot and you shoot someone behind, and part of your essence goes into the other person. I think some of his essence is in Sam. So someone was saying last week it wasn't that it wasn't that Sam was seeing visions or that it wasn't that Sam was soulless. It was that he's seeing it is that he's seeing a vision. But if he's connected to God through this gunshot wound, which is surely what they made it feel like because yes. when he touched it it sparked something in Sam. I'm wondering, is that how we're going to get all of this together? Is that how God's going to come back because he's going to have to heal Sam? Or because, or are they going to both have visions and that's how God's keeping an eye on them and that's how he's going to kind of know what God is doing? Because now, like you said, there's an essence. They're connected. So we have someone in the chat because I asked what they thought about Amara and Chuck. Art master Austin Prophet says, I predict Amara sides with the Winchesters when she finds out what Chuck did and become the new God because she's liking Earth, is working on herself, and why can't God be female? Yes, God should be a woman. I love Austin. I love that thought because I agree. Why, why couldn't God be a female? That And that what a great twist to the story and her becoming friends with the Winchesters, realizing that God was wrong, and maybe sealing him off. Like she said, she's like, basically, you sealed me off and you left me abandoned. Well, now I'm going to do the same thing to you. I'm not going to help you. I'm going to go do my own thing. And like Chuck said, I'm the light and you're the dark. And she looked at him. And to me, I could see the actress thinking to herself, am I the dark or are you the dark? I think he's the dark now. And I think that's what everyone else (laughs) thinks, that he's the dark right now. Uh, But... I saw a lot of people comment on last week's video, which I want to respond to all of you guys to, uh, that God isn't necessarily evil, but he's not good either. He's just there. Um, where I, I keep saying, like, God is a good being. He's He is almighty and he's good and that's the Catholic religion and all this stuff. But maybe maybe he is just, maybe he was the light. Maybe he's the one that just oversees it all, but he's just the light and now, like you said, he's going to become the dark. I think he's chaos personified. He's been around for so long. As in the course of this series, not God is your religious beliefs. And I think he's been bored and he's just sort of chaotic and he's just playing with his toys. He's a little petulant, narcissistic man. Like Amara says, like so many men we've dated over the years. Or <laughs> am I talking about myself? Okay, I'm talking about oh, myself. I think I can agree with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so she, 
Men are horrible. Oh. LA is horrible for dating. Oh, inside. Give me a Dean. Give me a Sam Winchester Please. boyfriend. Someone, Dean, find me. My girlfriend's like, doesn't Dean look a little bit like Aaron Rodgers? And I'm like, oh, we all love Aaron Rodgers. Well, I obviously love Aaron Rodgers. He's my quarterback. Um, but anyway, uh, so she leaves him. She abandons him. He's going to have to figure it out on his own. I do not feel like this is the end of the two of them bickering. No. Uh, but I do predict you're right that she's going to come across the Winchesters later on. But we'll get into more about that with predictions. Um I was trying to split this into three topics, but I really think that we just kind of have to go with what happened in the episode today because there was so much back and forth with the ghosts. I guess we can talk a little bit about all the ghosts meeting up. Jack the Ripper is leading these souls. Uh, what was his name? It was great. It was like Temple. Francis Tumbleteen. Francis Tumbleteen. In real life was suspected of being Jack the Ripper. Of being Jack the Ripper. So Jack the Ripper is leading these souls and ghosts. They're sensing that the warding and the spell is kind of wearing off, which we knew would happen. Yes. Uh, so they're trying to say, let's let's seize the moment, seize the, seize the day, carpe diem, and all of us come together and let's go after the hunters and figure out why we're here. Because as Jack said, he didn't really like... Did Jack say he didn't really like being in hell? Jack likes Belfadar. hell being the way it was. Yeah. He was punching his clock in. He was just chilling, doing his job. Nothing personal. Even though Jack A is doing a wonderful job acting, the young man that plays Jack, because he says things on the surface that seems like he's kind of helping them, but then there's a little look, so I'm like, you're not helping them. And I don't know who our dad is, but I think can't, he did something to can't make wait her to, mad. Can't wait to meet him. And he deserved it. Yeah, can't wait to meet him. Uh, her. Her. Our dad. Our dad. Yes. Uh, Saucy winch. So, yeah, so we've got, what? what is the best, what's the best way for these ghosts to go about it? Is is it to go after the Winchesters? Do they really enjoy being out here on Earth, or would they rather be in hell punching the clock? Uh, but they certainly want to get to the bottom of it, and... They're all pissed and they're just killing random people now because, well, we might as well play while we're here. I mean, that's what they want to do. I thought it was sort of funny. It felt like they were unionizing. <laughs> I, I felt <laughs> like the Winchesters are, are union busters. Well, I was like, no! My, my other question is, if you're in a town and they're saying that it's quarantined due to a gas leak, but you're kind of like, what's going on? And somebody leaves and doesn't come back, don't you go, okay, there's obviously something out there we shouldn't leave. Also, don't let your wife leave. Like, no. Unless your kid is out wandering around somewhere and you can't find your kid, yes, go after the kid. But why would you leave and investigate if the leak is really happening? If someone says you need a town, there's an emergency, and your child has certain allergies, you should have a go bag just in general. And B, um, when I see people patrolling with guns, I walk in the opposite direction. I'm just going to stay where the, I'm going to listen and stay where they're telling me to stay. Yeah, I wouldn't be going back in town. Especially if the first person disappeared. And you could hear them shooting at something. I'd be like, I don't know what's going on in there, but I, I'm going on vacation. I'm leaving. But they're telling know. us something bad is happening, so I just felt like that was, like, dumb. I mean, they're adding... Obviously, they're adding another layer of drama to the show, mm-hmm. which is what what's needed. Um, and I'm sure there are people that would leave and would, oh, yeah. no. would want to try and investigate and see what's happening. 
they wouldn't believe them. They're just <clears> like two guys. There was no like four DEA, guys, like yeah. four guys DEA. Then the people patrolling just looked like random psychos. Well, you wouldn't believe them, but then again, they look like random psychos with shotguns. So I would avoid them. If they're not killing me and they're just telling me to be safe, I'm just gonna listen. I'd say you know, you know kids were me. On we're in a cafeteria. We're at a high school. We're good. We're good. We'll sit and hang out. It's only supposed to be a couple of days. I said, no. by the time the real, you know, FBI shows up, it's only going to be a couple of days. So you only <laughs> got to do it for a couple of days. Deal with it. Ah. I thought it was people. I, I mean, but you know how people are. Damn ghosts. Um, I expected children to have run back into town and try and sneak in, not adults. What I thought also was interesting was that the ghosts were saying they got spit out of hell by God himself. So Why? So they want to get to the bottom of that, which I think is really like cool. They got, they got, they want to hear what's going on. They want to yeah, be social. They're curious. They want uh, to see how long they get to be free. And Belfagor is obviously telling them a little bit of what's going on, and he's mm. helping the Winchesters. Um, so, so I mean, sort of helping. Like he he like doesn't he gives the information if you ask them. He was like, "Well, I thought you'd know it would fail after a while." And they're like, why would we know that? We we, we thought you created a spell that would just yeah, stop all forever. things. Uh, so we've got the ghost there. We'll keep jumping into that while we talk about the boys and what they're dealing with. Uh, they call in Rowena for help because she has created a bomb that worked previously. So what can we create this time that's going to pull these souls and capture them since the seal is open? Um, my other question is, if... The seal is open in that town, and Sam and Dean move somewhere else. Are the ghosts going to follow them to the next town? Or are they stuck there? I think they're just going to, like, once the seal breaks, I think they're just going to, like, go to the seven corners of the earth and do whatever they want. I have to say, I loved when Rowena appeared, and she says, am I interrupting something juicy? I was like, you, Rowena, you scamp you. You're adorable. She's so snarky. Adore her. I I do, too. She's just... Literally fabulous. And her makeup always looks fantastic. Her hair, um, hair and makeup, clothing. her hair, that vibrant, and then like the wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know she occasionally on her Instagram posts, I think the uh, her makeup artist is Trishy Makeup or something like that. And she'll post the process of turning her into like Rowena, Rowena Nized, I guess. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to figure out how to say something like that. Um, but it's so cool. And I always love her makeup in the show. She, it's just gorge. Uh, but so she comes to help the guys. She's not sure how much help she's going to be. Um, and it took so much out of her. Is she going to be able to do it again? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we get another appearance and catches like catch shows up. He's like, I was in the area. I heard you guys needed help. So here I am. Being like, catch. Oh, oh okay. Um, and this gun actually fires iron flakes which expels the ghosts without harm to the possessed victim since uh, the two people, two more people from the town had left and gone out and the ghosts had possessed their bodies so he was able to stop that from happening um, which, cool gun, he stole a bunch of stuff from the men of British Men of Letters and he's got some tools up his sleeve so I don't think that's the last we've seen of Catch They have all the best toys. They have all the best toys. Um, <laughs> and then we get this moment with Cash and Rowena. And they're like hardcore flirting. So hard. Like 
the eyes, the stares, the moments, and he apologizes, you know, for killing her, and she says, you know, you he, he did let her go, um, and they hold co- this eye contact, and there's sexual tension, and it reminds me of his rendezvous with Mary. <laughs> I know! And the crazy thing is that Sam and Dean see it, and they already know it happened with Mary, too. Yeah, so it's do. like, now with Rowena, too? Like, what is, what is going on here? Um, it and, was hot, though. And D, it, it, what? It, um, I don't know. Eugenia Ross Lemming, Brad Buckner, and Eric Kripke wrote this episode. And I think they need to be writing my dating profiles because that <laughs> was smoking. Like, I love the, the interplay with the writing. And with the looks, I think that uh, Rowena has been flirty in all in like numerous seasons. But this season, she's like, you know what? If it's the end of the world, I'm hooking up with everybody. <laughs> um, if the world is ending, might as well. Might as well. That's what I you say. Know. You know, what else are you going to do at the end of the world? Are we shipping Rowena and Catch? Is that what you said? Are we? <laughs> I don't know. I saw some on some, on Twitter that was like, no! And some were like, yes! I'm like, at first I was like, I'm like, I'm waffling. I love Rowena, so she can get it whenever she wants. Um, and, but then again, it's seeing the world, so they kind of need to focus on saving humanity. Yeah, it's. Just, I think it's just awkward for Sam and Dean <laughs> to have her just hooking up with all their, like, peeps. I mean, love the one you're with. She likes the convenience. She usually likes a millionaire when... She can get one. Yes. But then she's like... But she was also flirting with Lucifer. Lucifer's hot, though. I mean, he's evil. Yeah. But he's hot. He's smoking. Um, <laughs> Rico Flores says... And she was with Gabriel, too. I mean, she's... She girl, girl, you get it. How do you? Yes. Um, girl power. <laughs> but uh, she is working on a gadget that vacuums up souls. Um, and that's when... Crowley Jr., a.k.a. Jack, tells uh, Catch that he's Belfagor and he's assisting Sam and Dean and Catch was like, I was supposed to assassinate him due to Argot uh, and this demon told them to do that. Obviously, Argot does not like Belfagor and yeah. I want to find out why and what he did and I hope we get a little backstory. Maybe we get to see like his actual body, Belfagor, before he took over Jack's meat suit. Yes, that would be interesting. I think that's that would be... Uh, and I'm kind of like, is he trying to destroy humanity? Or is, he being is it like a scorned lover and she's pissed? He seems like he'd be a horrible person to date. But then again, he also seems like he's a demon and but he's, he's not helping. But he's sassy and he's very complimentary and <laughs> he's a little bit of the bad boy. So it's kind of like, ooh, that's, yeah, it's hot. You're but good and evil. Who like, doesn't you're love helping Dean? for your own personal gain. But I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like him. I mean, he's like Crowley, which we love Crowley. Ass. So that that like works. He's like baby Crowley. He's baby Crowley. <laughs> uh, so Rowena gives Dean a list of this ingredients to get from Amazon. Apparently, um, <laughs> twenty four hour delivery, and then asks Prime. Dean about catch. And Dean's just like, "All right, you know what? Really, right now, um, catch asked about her. They ain't got no time for you two. Love birds. So, Sam and Dean are on a mission. Well, Dean is also extremely angry. He's lost his will, faith, and faith in humanity and, and God. His belief in his own manifest de- destiny to save 
because he truly believes his place is to save people and he realizes now Chuck has just been playing them like Monopoly game pieces moving them around but like um, but like Castiel says they're real and this is life yes this this is what life is life is obstacles which how powerful and beautiful yeah no one's life is easy you can look at anyone and sure it looks pretty on Instagram but there's a lot of bad that you're not going to post the bad and I think that's something that's actually been really important through social media is posting when you're having a bad day too and just letting people know like hey when celebrities do it or influencers do it and go it's not all peaches and cream it's not always easy and this is life so I was I was glad that Cass said that you know that God had lied to him too and I just Dean's just very very angry right now and until I think they get some sort of win out of this I think he's going to be really frustrated Um, and I think he still feels guilty about what happened with Jack because I really feel yes. I, I mean I love Dean and Sam but I feel the way they treated Jack was not right I mean Castro should have been more forthcoming but then again he knows Sam and Dean and he knows how they react in the chat um, art master Austin Prophet says what if Crawley was Balthagar's Balthagar's mentor in hell or That's- better still Definitely possible, which is why he's similar to him. And I think one of the great things about this show is they allow other actors to play a character that's been created, like Lucifer, like Cass being Lucifer, Mm -hmm. and picking up those mannerisms and everybody getting that opportunity to really push their acting in a totally different direction than what they're typically doing on the show. It's super fun. I mean, as an actress, it's really fun to get to play something different and get to play the evil character and not always be the girl next door. Or I've I've that I've been getting cast as a lot of like evil stuff uh, with theater, and so it's really really nice to get to step outside my comfort zone and, and do something different and be crazy. And it's so much fun as a fan to watch them. And I know after doing the show for 14 years, that's how they were able to do it for 14 years, that they all got to do a little bit something mm-hmm. different and they didn't feel like they were doing the same thing year after year. So let's continue on because we don't have a whole lot no, of time. we got so much it. going on. Um, so Dean and Catch are walking the street. They're trying to figure out like what's going on. Two more people have gone missing. They go into this meatpacking thing and they the ghosts show up, throw them against the walls. Great stunt, by the way, tossing both of them, uh, Ketch and Dean. And that's when Kevin shows up and tells the ghost to stop and it listens to him. And apparently he's a badass because he's been in hell. And the sad thing is, is once you go to hell, you can't go to heaven. And yes. Chuck has lied to them. And they made an exception for their dad. And for... Bill. No, not Bill. For uh, dad. Uh, for the dad. No, not just, um, but for um, Bill. No. Oh, God. Bobby? Bobby, yes. Bobby got oh. to go to heaven, too. Okay. Um, And also, they think he's a badass because God Sent shoved him. him down to hell directly. So, uh, he's got a little bit of clout, so they're, they're going to listen to him a little bit. It doesn't turn out to be very long. Um, but he does <laughs> tell them that the warding's fading, but he will be able to kind of get information from the... F- to find out where they're at. We know that that's not going to happen. It's not going to help. No. Um, Sam asked Dean if it's safe for Kevin to be around them. And we find out that, yeah, he, he has to stay down there. So um, 
The warding's fading. What are we going to do about the warding fading? Um, Jack says his help was a one-time deal. He's not going to help anymore. So how much help is he going to give along the way? And how long are we going to keep him along with all of them? You know, these are questions we have to think. Um, And that's when Jack tells him the souls cast down to hell can't make it to heaven. Um, So Kevin will go back to hell. Uh, uh, The Ripper says Kevin was close to the hunter, so he takes him hostage. Um, And then we get another little moment between Rowena and Ketch. And her loving a left-brained man, but also someone with the tenderness of a right-brained man, you know, someone also who's butch, and she's creating her little vacuum, and he cuts off these wires and plugs it in, and it sparks, and he's like, you can skip two steps, and all of a sudden, you're like, all right, it's going to happen, this is where it happens, and Dean calls, and... Rowena says, you can't rush these things. And he's like, yes, and walks away. But I loved it. There was so much great sexual tension and buildup in this. Yes. So I hope that we get to, to finish. Get to see them again. Uh, for a while. And uh, Rowena is also hooked up with Jack the Ripper. Yes. Love it. Exes are the worst. But uh, that but it's done now. It's finito. Um, she's working with the hunters. They have Kevin. And they need to come back and get heaven, and they'll figure it out. Uh, um, and Ketch actually shoots Jack the Ripper, but then he hits him over the head. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to go back and figure out what's going on. With- I loved how Rowena didn't look back. Nope, she just ran. She's like, I'm Rowena, out. go! She ran. <laughs> That's why she's um, lived so long. So this bomb, this vacuum, does actually end up working. Mm-hmm. They show up at the house, they use it on a few of the ghosts, but it's not working fast enough. It doesn't have the power. But at least it's helping. She's able to contain some souls in it, which really, really neat piece of work. But there's at least a hundred more ghosts appearing, oh, and there's yeah. more coming all the time. So it's just going to be this constant dropping of ghosts and souls there. Um... And uh, Ketch shows up again, and he's watching Rowena use this, and I'm like, why is he so intent on watching her use this? He's so close to her. Like, what what's going on? I'm like, uh, something, something's yeah. wrong here. And then he backhands her. Yes, and he wasn't looking at her sexy, and he didn't have his iron necklace on. He didn't, and which, like you said, they should have noticed right away. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, yes, Ketch has been a dick the whole time. We can finally <laughs> say it. Nah. Such a jerk. He's and then he's possessed. Possessed by a possessed demon by ghost. Jack the Ripper. Um and Dean's out of bullets. So we can't But he sure tried to shoot him. He sure tried to shoot him. <laughs> and he was able to get it and they were able to get some of the other souls in the piece, but we don't know what if Catch is alive or dead, and they're looking down at the body like, okay, uh, did he make it? Because Jack the Ripper's killing him. He was trying to kill Kevin earlier. Um, Sam did not hesitate. But Cass also said he tried to heal Ketch and it didn't work. I I personally think it's because God is weak and his uh, grace is fading because he's not at his optimum best. And I think he's losing his God's grace through so, the blood hole. So because God's grace is fading, all the angels also have less power. Yes, that's what I think. But then shouldn't the souls and the ghosts in heaven also have less power? Pardon? Shouldn't the souls and ghosts in heaven 
also have less power. Yeah, they've been dying, though, for a long time. Remember in the last couple of seasons, because God hasn't been around, they're getting less and less power. There's, okay. less, there's fewer of them. He's just not involved. But before he had his power, he just didn't give a crap. And now that he would want them to be useful, he doesn't have the grace to be able to do anything. Well, and Ketch mentions to Dean, you know, you tried to kill me once, you've killed me once before. I know you've been dying to do it again in his British accent. Did um, not hesitate. Yes. And Ketch and Marina share yet one more moment. One more. Before he's put into the, the ambulance <laughs> to go. She um, went by. And Dean sees this too again. And they acknowledge each other. And it's all of a sudden the sad music starts coming in. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what are we? what's happening here? <laughs> what is going to happen? What What are they going to tell me now? The ambulance drivers are possessed? I don't and, know. And then Kevin has to say his goodbye. That hurt me. That hurt. I started to cry. Did you cry? I didn't cry, but I was, like, angry that Chuck lied and was playing games even a couple years ago before the boys even knew what Chuck was really like. Well, and Kevin doesn't want to go back to hell again. He'd rather be out and explore, go crazy. There's he didn't so much do anything of, wrong. He never should have been yeah, sent to hell in the first There's so place. much of the world to see. He might as well just go crazy. So Belfagor opens a gap for him. And this is this is when I got really emotional, was when he just stood there and looked at the boys. Yeah. And just, like, stared at them. Like, this final moment that, ugh. Because if I remember correctly, didn't um, Kevin's mom get killed? Yeah. So he has no family, so he has no He's ties. an orphan. Oh. He's an orphan. So I mean, sad. Sam and Dean are his family. I mean, he certainly didn't look good. No. He didn't look great. He looks so tired. He looks like so they pale, beat the pale, tired, like just beat beat up, tortured, all the things which we knew was going on. No. Um, and the souls in the sky, they just keep coming, and they're going to have to find another way because this them. vacuum is not going to do it all. No. And How? How are we going to find another way? What are we going to do? I do not know. Let's call Amara. Amara, we need your help. We need someone's help. (laughs) Who are you going to call? Winchesters! There's a lot of power that might backfire. That's what Rico, uh, Rico, Rico Flores says. There's a lot of, uh, power that's going to backfire. Oh, yeah. I I mean, those crystal things, she can't keep making them. They take too much out of her. Mm -hmm. And they kill all the other witches, so... Mm -hmm. Unless the, they they need help from everyone, we still got to find out what's going on with Kaya. Yes. But uh, let's talk about our little special segment that we've got yes. since we're we're done discussing the episode. Special segment. Y'all know our special segment is the best kill of the episode. <laughs> boom boom boom. Uh, Cherry, what was the best non kill? One, two, three. Kevin. <laughs> So we're discussing like that we have this special segment, and I go, "So who do you think the best to kill was?" And she goes, "Well, it was kind of a non-kill. It was Kevin." I said, "No, I was going to say the same thing because he is his a part of my soul died knowing that he can't go back. He can't go to heaven. I honestly thought he was in heaven all this time, paying for you know for all that he did, all the sacrifices that he made, and then Chuck was like." Eh, go to hell. And the boys thought he was too. Yes. So it like it, it's breaking for it's heartbreaking for them too. So yes, that that is the best non-kill because yes. it really I, it I think it just them. killed his killed his and they realized faith all this in humanity time, too. Chuck has been like what other things have has Chuck lied about? Who knows? I'm sure it's been a lot. Uh, a lot. There, and it's going to be innumerable at this point um yeah. because of that. But douche nozzle. 
Whew. Best, best non-kill. Best non-kill. All right. Let's also get into some news. Yee! And gossip. All right, Cherry, do you want to start? So, being a total Supernatural Family fangirl, I tweeted Mark Shepard, a.k.a. Crowley, and saying, rumor has it that you're going to be appearing this season uh, for the final season of Supernatural, and we'd love to have you come on. And Mark tweeted me right back, rumor is wrong. Guys, he tweeted her back. How flippin' cool is that? It was so freaking cool. I don't know if I believe him, because I think he signed an NDA or an MDA. NDA. NDA. Non-disclosure agreement, yeah. Because uh, so how he could can't... they not have him come back? I I think he's a huge key to helping the boys, but he is gone. Well, he got turned into a rat. Yeah, but he could still be roaming somewhere. Yeah, he's still alive. I mean, he's just a rat. Rats outlive everything. Yeah, you know? rats and roaches. Flag and all yes. that crap, so... Yeah. Yeah, he's he's back. <laughs> we're, well, hopefully we get him back. Rumor has it that we're wrong, but we'll, we'll, to him, we're we'll wrong. see who's right or wrong. Uh, I also saw that uh, we finally, I heard a little bit of news about the boys' tattoo with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So I was reading an article, and they talked about it at the convention last weekend mm-hmm. up in uh, Toronto. Yes. Uh, the Supernatural Convention. And the boys were there, and they were talking about the background behind this tattoo. Apparently, at Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton's wedding, they had a tattoo artist come. And there were 20 small designs, and they figured they'd do, like, maybe 10 tattoos for people, the mm-hmm. guests at the wedding. Wow. How cool is that? I love it so much. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Apparently, over 50 people got tattoos, and it turned out to be this big thing. And Jensen went to look at the book and see what was there. And Jared walked over, and Jeffrey walked over. And Jensen's like, yeah, I think I'm going to get this crown. And Jeffrey goes, that's the only thing I said that needed to be an option was this crown. And Jared was like, well, I'll do it too. So they all got crowns because oh they're like gosh. kings. They are kings. That's what they said. They're, it's the three kings. But it has another meaning. Winchester. Oh, Because yes. of the points on the crown. Oh. And so they all did it and they share this tiny crown tattoo, which I'm hoping now that we know the meaning behind it, we'll actually get to see pictures of it. Yes. You know, they're all, wherever they put it, if it's hidden or whatnot. But <laughs> Tramp stamp. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's my, my news and gossip. That yeah. is so cool. Um, a few more gossip. Uh, number one, this weekend, if you're in the Los Angeles metro area, we have the Giving Back uh, Convention for Supernatural with Creation. You can still buy tickets. Sadly, I do not have tickets and... Lindsay doesn't have tickets, so you will not be seeing us there. But <laughs> if any of our fans go, please tweet us and let us know, and we'll live vicariously through yeah. you. Uh, Misha Collins has a cookbook with his wife, Vicky, called The Adventurous Eaters Club. It'll be out November 5th, perfect for the upcoming Turkey Day, or as I like to call it, Indigenous Day. And then Jensen Echoes, if you've ever been to any convention at all, loves to sing, and he has oh. a wonderful voice. <laughs> he started a record label with a friend of his, and his first single, Sounds of Someday, is coming out next Friday, October 18th, available for immediate download if you pre-order Radio Company's debut album on iTunes. And I think we have a tiny snippet of them singing. 
had his voice. So dreamy. He's so dreamy. Why can't we find a man like oh, that? Oh, gosh, she's so dreamy. Either the Winchester boy. Well, that is a lot of news and gossip for you guys. Lots. Let's get into some quick predictions. Predictions! After Buzz TV predictions. Um, so we see next week, are we all going to die? Uh, Dean doesn't want to give up. That's not who they are. And Rowena says she can't do this to herself. Are they going to let the world die so she can live? Like some sort of manipulation to Sam? I don't understand that. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen next week? I'm not sure what's going to happen next week. Um, I know Rowena was supposed to be killed by Sam. So that's her destiny. Um, but I think that we will be seeing more Amara. We'll definitely be seeing more Chuck. And I think we'll be seeing what's going on with that wound next weekend. I'm wondering if maybe next Thursday, I think maybe it might be getting bigger. It's, necro- it's like necrosis. So yes. it's actually eating away at the flesh. And I'm wondering that too. thinking the same thing. We're definitely on the same wavelength tonight. Uh, more of Chuck and Amara. I don't know if we'll see them in the next episode. I feel like she's going to go off and do her own thing. But uh, I'm really interested to see, because like you said, it is the destiny of Rowena to be killed by Sam. So is she trying to convince him of something else and kill him first? Or I don't know. We have to find another way. I think we're going to get more of our favorites coming in through these next you know, episodes that we have coming up because we need more people. I want to see what's going to happen with Kaya. I'm wondering if Kate's going to come back or Garth or somebody else. We need the help. Can we bring Bobby back somehow? I don't know. There's so much that could happen. And we're, you guys, we're all on this journey together. And thank you for tuning in and watching us every week. So, Cherry, where can everyone find you? You can find me, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram. You guys, this is Lindsay here. You can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the things. Talk to us during the week. We talk to you about Supernatural. Post fun things like six of our can't live without things we did this week. All sorts of stuff. You guys, join in on the chat. We love talking to you. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.